Welcome to the Four Parents Podcast. I'm your host, Ivy Lassiter, and I'm so glad you're here. Pop in your earbuds and multitask while we talk about all the parenting stuff, lessons learned, funny stories, and practical wisdom from normal people who've been there. Let's get started. The past six months are not by chance. It's not something that is out of God's control. In fact, the past six months are exactly in God's control. That if he wanted to take away coronavirus, he could have done it. But there is a reason why he hasn't. There's something he wants to do in our world, in our culture, and in our homes, in our families, in our personal lives. God wants to do something in our lives for his glory and his good. We're going to talk specifically today about what God has done in our homes, in our kids' lives, in our families, in our relationships. And so I've invited two of my friends, Brandy and Floor. Tell a little bit about you guys, your kids, your significant other. Brandy, go. Okay. My name is Brandy Yunkin. Uh, my husband, Mike, and I, we have two children, a nine-year-old girl and a seven-year-old boy. Um, and both of us work. Um, I, until um, March, was working in the office, and I would even have morning and night meetings and weekend and travel. But since then, I've been at home. Yeah. Um, and my husband worked at home, and now he is the one who is going in. Um, oh, wow. The business yeah. he's working with is essential um, business, and there's a lot more that they needed to do. So we kind of changed roles. So that's the change for us right now. Awesome. Okay, Floor. Hi, my name is uh, Flor, and my husband is Oliver. We have Bianca, she's a seventh grader. Brianna, she's a fourth grader. Um, Braley, she's going to pre-K this year. And I have a baby, Belicia, she's um, nine months. Okay, so just so, you know, if y'all were tracking, Flor has four girls, and her youngest is a baby. So when all of this started, she had a tiny baby in her home, plus three other incredible girls in her home. So Flora's been navigating that. Brandy has been navigating two kids, a pretty demanding job. Her husband has a demanding job as well. So just so you have some frame of reference. Okay, so we're going to jump in. So I don't want to sugarcoat, like the last six months of living in a pandemic, there's struggle with that. There's um, discomfort there's pain, there's hardship, that, that is real. There's some great things too, but that is real. And what we know about pain and struggle, hardship, is that God uses that for his good, that through pain, um, we can experience Jesus, we can become more like him. It's, you know, we can read about that in James or in Romans about how struggle and perseverance actually gives us character and allows us to know Jesus. So what I want to hear from you guys is tell me some ways that your kids or you yourselves have struggled, a little bit of vulnerability here. How have y'all struggled, but how have you already seen Jesus through those things? Brandy, you want to start? Um, so for me personally, probably the biggest one is with the change at home um, and the kids being home and I am the one that is with them all of the time. And so there was a lot of good in that. But to kind of back up and to be vulnerable and own it, if someone before this would have said, 
you seem a little stressed out. I might have been offended by that and not really listened. But as I've been home and with the kids, and I've noticed that I, the anxiety that I have about worrying about, we need to be here and then we need to go do this. And then you just need to do this because we're going and that has calmed down a little bit. So for when, when the kids, if we have something that we're going through, um, just on a typical day when we were back during school, um, I knew that I would have maybe these calls. And then when I didn't have that, I had a chance to go in and spend some extra time on something. And it wasn't just, we need to get through it. Mm-hmm. It's let's, let's talk it out. And then I, in that, I think that God was more present because I was calmer and I was actually listening. And, and then I started praying more. And that's, I've been asking God before this for, oh, I just, I want more time to read the Bible. I, I want more of this. That was kind of a thing that I was asking for. And then this situation happened and I'm going through it. And at some point I realized here it is. Um, so changing in that. So that's just one thing is it's me myself realizing that I may have been trying to get things done. And now when we're, if, so if it's something that was schoolwork or if it's something that we're, it's okay to take a little more time and work on that. I I totally connect with that in that at first I remember thinking my kids are here all the time. We have nowhere to go. What are we doing? And, and that being like, this is really hard. Am I, am I going to lose my mind? You know? And then what's happened is we have actually more space. Because you're not like, get your shoes on. Get in the car. We're running late. Right? Yes. And you have more space. Um, and then you're not so stressed. And then you have more time. So that's awesome. And if they bring something up or they're wanting to do something and it's just what do we have in the house that we can make this work? And it's, it's having that back and forth and listening to what they're saying and being like, uh, we can do that. We can do that. Uh, just having that more, um, more time and to let things happen. And I think that God is part of that because some of our conversations would be, my children are very different. My, my older um, child... Um, holds things in more in questions. Mm -hmm. So like prayer at dinner. Okay. Right. My son will gladly do it. And he says great things. It's just, it, God's coming through him. My daughter is more, she's worried about, well, what if I don't say the right thing? Yeah. So this allowed us to have that conversation of it doesn't, okay, let's talk about that in the relationship with God. He wants it to be real. So if you have a question, it's okay that that's okay. Yeah. And just having a conversation. Right. Just having, we've had more moments like that. They've that presented awesome? themselves. Yep. You yep. just have the space to do that and mm-hmm. have conversations mm-hmm. and you're not rushed. Yeah. I love that. Yeah. Um, okay. Flora, tell us about you. How, how have you or your kids struggled and how have you seen God through that? Well, um, when the baby was going to be born last year, I started to finally read the Bible. I mean, I have to be honest, you know. I always said, I'm going to do it. I'm going to start, and I'm going to start. And I feel like Pastor Ellis a lot of the time says, well, you need to read the Bible in order to understand what, is, what God is actually telling you. So I started reading the Bible, and, and I feel like that prepared me to what it was coming, you know, this year, this new year. And it just, like, made me slow down. Kind of like, okay, you need to slow down because things are changing, and it's okay. 
because God is in control, everything's okay. And then school started at home. Oh, that yeah. was the first one. So I, I never thought that I was going to be, you know, able to do that. And To have a newborn yes. and homeschooling yes. three, well, two, but yeah. yes. Home, we'll still kind of, yeah. That's a lot. Yes. So, um, you know, I pray. I pray um, at, the, at the end of uh, December that I wanted to spend more time with my daughters, mm. especially Bianca, because she's, She's going to seventh grade, and I remember those years for me. And you know, um, I kind of was scared for that, for new, the new phase that she was gonna like go through. So I wanted to be ready. I wanted to be close with her. And I feel like this time, I don't like I don't put fear on my kids. You know, I try to do it as you know, God is in control. Yeah, we should not be fear. Right, Aaron and Moses. They were, they were they didn't have any fear when everything was happening with the Israelites. Yeah. So I think that story stick to me a lot. Yeah. And I just tell them that we need to enjoy this time cuz I mean, I never had this time with my parents. Right. So I am going to be honest and uh, the first two weeks of school, it was hard to get into the new normal, the phase, you know, and teachers figuring everything out and I have to say thank you to the teachers for yes. making it easier too. Yes. Um, but I feel like we know the, our kids and me, we know, and even my husband, we know ourselves into like a deeper level of uh-huh. like understanding each other. Yes. And I feel like before that it was like, okay, we got to go do this. We got to go do that. And we came to church and then, okay, we got to get uh, dinner ready. We got to do even laundry to get the ready for the week that is coming. You know, things are happening next week. And I feel like. Right now, we don't have to worry on nothing about that. Yeah. I, you know, our laundry, it's like, we, we're really not dressing up for anybody these days. Yeah, so I you're know. like, I, I don't I need feel, to stress about these. right now that I got to, like, actually dress <laughs> up, know. you know, and I don't have no baby food in yeah. me. Yeah, so, look at you. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Thank you. Um, okay, I want to go back. So you said in December, well, so at some point you started reading your Bible on your own. I remember it was in before, like, I will say September. And then in December, you prayed, help me, God, to have intentional time with my, she was in sixth grade at the time, sixth grader, because I know teenage years are coming. And yes, especially with social media. Oh, yeah. I feel like she was kind of going apart, even though, I mean, it's not like she's like, oh, I don't want to like talk to you. I don't want to hang out with you. She's not. But like, just like intimate time for her to like actually come to me and like trust me. Cause we like we we're so we have so many time to to talk now that yeah. there's not other people coming and giving their like thoughts and stuff mm-hmm. or social media and things that she sees. So. And and I just think, okay, here you are. You're praying in December. Okay, God, give me more time with my sixth grader. And God's like, I will do that, Floor. <laughs> pandemic for you to spend more time and I have to be honest I mean I was scared to say it you know but my dad said you know what you have to be honest to what you prayed to God yes this is him like showing you that he's real that he's listening to you yeah it might take a little bit of months you know when it started March so yeah but I mean he's listening yeah you know that we can kind of like slow down put everything aside and just enjoy I love that it sounds like both of you guys, and I, I'm in the boat with you guys, it's like the space, the, we have more time to be, to be present um, through this, where 
really back in March, how many memes and things did we see on Facebook about like, bye, we, we're with our kids all the time. And then we're actually seeing what a gift that has been. And thank you, Jesus, for giving us that gift. Not that it's always been easy. Like it is hard. It is, it is hard. Um, but there's ways that, that it, it has been such a gift. Okay. So obviously churches look different. <laughs> Your kids haven't been coming up and doing Sunday school and kids worship the way that we typically have been doing it. Um, so pursuing Jesus has probably looked a little bit different for you guys. So talk to me about how your family has experienced Jesus during this. Um, so for us in the beginning, you know, we, the transition was that we were wanting to just, okay, so we're going to watch the live video at this time. So you're going to get up at the same time. We're going to do breakfast and we're just going to do it. And then we realized kids worship great, but then having them watch, you know, the main service was a little bit hard and it was forcing. So then we we're like, wait, why are we doing that? It's, we can watch it whenever. So then we transitioned a, a little bit and you don't have to be dressed and there's things like that, you know, and I, I know it seems common sense, but like it, it did take us a couple of weeks and then that having that outlet helped, but then also having more conversations to build on from there, realizing, you know, okay, what can we do, you know, with the children? And so that's what opened up a lot of conversations. And then a few months into it, we kind of went into another lull where it was May and it was the idea of turning on the something and having to sit here again was difficult. So then we had to rethink again about just, okay, as a family, what if we're reading or we're just talking about it? And then that transition to talking about fears and about, because we're talking about going back to school and things like that and what decisions. And so the kids being able to, even their prayers and their conversations changed because it was about other people and it was about their friends. And it was because I think we were talking about it differently at home. It wasn't just what is the church providing, which is great. And that did supplement, but it became more internal. And it, as we were, it was almost, it's kind of hard to not talk about it at home. And I know you, we wanted to be careful about what we said, but also including them. Um, so in talking about going back to school, going back to school or why we're making the decisions and why we, you can't go to this birthday party or, you know, just those fears about, well, I haven't seen so-and-so and and why can't I do this? And I'm angry or I'm upset, you know? And And so through those feeling conversations, you've been able to talk about Jesus. Yes. And and have that in it and it's come up more. And then what we're asking for in that relationship with him and what is important, those moments have come up more and we've had more conversations and then noticed what to be thankful for. And then that turns into our prayer too, is being thankful for some of these things. Yes. So you, it sounds like at the beginning, it was very much like it's Sunday morning, 930. (laughs) We need to be seated. We need to be doing this. Yes. And that's transitioned a little bit into, does it happen? And this is just from a you know, practicality, logistical. Does it still happen on Sunday mornings or is it happening a different time? It depends. Yeah. There, there isn't, it's, it depends on what we're doing. Like for this morning, it's, it's different because I'm technically not there. And right. so they're doing something together, but then we'll do something later. It, we will, like we get caught up or something. Do you right. know what I mean? But it doesn't have to be checking that box. I know. Um, so are y'all reading the Bible together as a family? Yes, but we're, so Similar to Flair for myself, I was I started listening and I started in the Old Testament, but I started before 
COVID like way before. And it took me all the way until I just now got to Matthew. I just transitioned. And it was difficult for me to even, because usually I've heard more from the New Testament. I had never started reading like the Old Testament. Uh-huh. And I, I didn't start reading. I started listening yeah, every there we morning go. or yeah. going on a run or something. Yeah. And some of that in the Old Testament and some of that, just the righteousness and the justice and those things. And that was, that made me think of things differently. Uh-huh. And so that, that was great. With the kids, we've had different um, little story Bibles for kids that are mm-hmm. just little and having them and then go through it with them. It is one way I have a seven-year-old who's... Um, not a great reader. Do you know what I mean? So yep. it's, it's trying to get that where it's a story that he kind of remembers. That's so things awesome. like that. I love so, that. Yeah. Okay, Floor, talk about y'all's routines, rhythms to experience well, Jesus. I have to um, agree with her. Um, at the beginning, it was like, okay, it's Sunday. We have to get up. We have to, you know, be on the TV and the time and watch and stuff. But I feel like we have to be more like what God wants us to be. Like, just... Sometimes we didn't have the time because something happened or, like, we were, um, I don't know, something. Just we make breakfast and we, you know, we took more time than we had to. Mm-hmm. So You enjoyed breakfast mm-hmm. together. Yes. Yeah. Even we pray and we talk about God and stuff. Um, but sometimes even worship time, it was on Thursdays. It happened on Thursdays with my girls just dancing and, you know, and... Um, I, we find out, because my dad, when we go yard, um, to the yards, when he comes, he likes to see through books, and he has a collection of Bibles in my house. Your dad does? Yes. Okay. <laughs> so he got um, different um, Bibles, so I found one that is for kids, and it's just shorts, short uh, stories about the Bible, uh-huh. and we've been reading those, and it has pictures and stuff, so I mean, now that I'm reading the Bible, I can stop and say, okay. Before this, there was a story, a story that is missing here that is not here, but I have to tell you. So it makes more like, I feel happy that I can tell my girls about this stuff. Yes. And even the oldest, or Brianna, she, stop, she uh, stops me and said, oh, Miss Kathy told me that story at Kitty Beach Club. Oh. Yes. <laughs> and she goes into more, like we go into a more deep, deep uh, level of like talking and stuff. I love that. So, yeah. Floor, Floor's uh, two older girls are in Kids Beach Club at Northridge which some awesome ladies that our church lead. Oh, I love that. Yeah, I completely connect with that on like at first I was like it's a Sunday. We've got to be we've got to be doing, you know, and and looking reflecting on it and going was I doing that out of checking a box and obligation or was I doing that because I really was eager to worship alongside my kids? And that God has kind of shifted my, um, my, my thinking on that and my perspective over the, the past six months, which has been great. I think healthy for me. And it sounds like for you guys as well. Um, and for, there have been plenty of Sundays and I'm sure y'all will connect where I'm like, come on, we want to read this Bible story. And my kids are like, not at all into it. Right. And we just, you can't get discouraged in those moments, you know? It's so easy to get discouraged, but. Um, okay, this is, I love this question. Okay, what family moments did you like, this is just gonna be so meaningful and great. And then they were a total disaster. <laughs> like, I've got a few in my mind where I'm like, oh, I just wanna make a memory here. And then it's like, that was a bust. Okay, Brandy, do you have an example of that? 
have a confession. There was one camp that you had set up that was virtual. Oh, yeah. At I home f- family camp. I thought I signed up. <laughs> I did. I did not. So that was, oh. but I had also sent it to my sister-in-law and um, other people in the neighborhood, and they loved it. And I saw all the pictures, and it was great. So that's, that's another one of those where signing up for something, you know? Yes. Um, so that's one that... That's good. That did not. How, are there things where you're like, I didn't know this would be so meaningful, and it really was? Floor, go. Well, you know, um, I remember one, because my husband's work changed, like, I don't know where. And I remember one day the light just went off, and he was at work. So The lights in your house yes. went off, and he was at work. Yes. Okay. So we had to wait for him because um, he had to come and go pay the light. So he came and he kind of felt bad because there was no light and, you know, um, he forgot to go and pay it. So, you know, I said, it's okay. It's okay. You know, we just opened the window. We, so we opened the window. We all got in, in our bed and we were all fitting like in our bed, like just like the girls jumping and moving and and then... We start talking about God, you know, and we start talking about the things we have seen, even though, like, I feel like he stopped everything, TVs, mm. line, everything, and just, like, we just looking at the window, and we saw a sunset, and then it started raining, and it was so beautiful, like, no. it was so peaceful, and it was so, and I feel like my girls are always going to remember that. Yes. Then even him, he was talking, and, and he said to me, you know, Maybe if I wouldn't, like, baptize before this, if yeah. I wouldn't say, you know, because God was putting it on my heart, and, and I was kind of, like, putting it on the side, like, okay, I will do it later, I will do it later. Yeah. And he said, okay, you know, I think this is the time to do it. And he got baptized, and he said, well, maybe if I wouldn't baptize and I wouldn't have, like, God in my heart, I wouldn't be able to go through this. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Oliver was beating mm-hmm. himself up mm-hmm. about not forgetting to pay the lights or, yeah. or whatever. And I said, no, like, yeah. we had the best time. Like, that was one of the best memories out of this. Like, I love it. Having no light. <laughs> I love that. Okay, what relationships have been deepened during this season? And, and my, the reason why I ask that is I feel like, personally, my relationships prior to this were wide and thin, and because I'm more limited in whom I'm, who I'm around, my relationships, smaller relationships, but they're deeper. Does that make sense? So what relationships do you feel like have been deepened? Brandy? So I have kind of three different categories. The first one is um, my relationship with my husband. And I know it's different for everyone yes. and where they're at in yes. their marriage or their relationship. It's, it, it's different for us. Um, before this, so I think it probably plays into it, we had been, like, we kind of cut back on other things and we're working on us and our, our, our marriage for a few years. And so when we started into this, there were some things that we had done a lot of work on. And one thing that I realized in this calming down and the not having distractions is listening more mm. to him mm. um, and just how much that mattered. And then also me realizing that I'm 
thankful he wants to tell me and wants my time yeah. instead of being anxious about, okay, how much more time are I, you know what I mean? So like, on how set, much more does he have to share? I'm done yes. listening. Yes, yes. You're available. Or yeah. there were some big things that I was like taking on, you yes. know, but yes. just that sharing and getting it like to share and have that. And then we can move on mm-hmm. because I'm not distracted and worried about all these other things as much or in a different way. Right. Um, another one is um, coworkers. Yeah. And then, and again, everyone's situation at, at work is different. And for us, um, I work for a city. And so some people there never got to go home. Do you know what I mean? And there's a lot of planning going on and there's just so much. And so a few of us kind of just started a text chain. Someone started it, not me, and just said, it's, it's seven other women and said, let's just start this. And let's, cause I know you guys are believers and like, I just want to share some things or if I have something or if you want to go ahead. Yes. And there have been many times where that text message in the morning helped me. Either they sent me the first 15 or they did something. Or if someone was having a bad day or like just reaching out to them Mm -hmm. or them saying, I don't feel like I'm being seen right now. Just having that, that deepened. Um, And that started, that that text started because of... Yes. Quarantine, mm-hmm. basically. Mm-hmm. Just because of the anxiety in the beginning. Yes. And we knew we were feeling it, we were seeing it, but we could tell that person's trying. Right. Well, for me, I'm trying to hold it together. <laughs> but someone yeah. else noticed that, yeah. you know, and so they reached out. And then having that going back and yeah. forth. And it's then amazing. probably the third one is neighbors. And I think a lot of people are, are probably realize that too. Like mm-hmm. we knew our neighbors, uh, but one thing that we did in the beginning, just because it was an activity with the kids was that sidewalk chalk. That was very oh, popular. Yeah. Yes. Um, so I tried to do jokes and my daughter can draw. And then I kind of went back and forth and just wrote some scripture. Like yes. they're like 20 squares. I do three of them. And I didn't know. And then we stopped because it got warmer and we're watering our lawn and things. And people were like, hey, where is that? I liked that. I, I liked that you were doing scripture. Mm. I didn't know that, but people were, and then they would just talk about their lives and I'd learn more about them. You that know? is awesome. So in, yes. in the neighborhood that, and then we've just learned more, our relationships with our neighbors are deeper mm-hmm. and we actually are asking each other for favors or things like that. That, do you know what I mean? And I know about their grandkids and their grown kids who don't, they can't come as vi- visit as much. Do you yeah. know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, that kind of stuff. So love it. Just in that, in those conversations with the neighbors, so I learned more about in their faith too, where I may not have spoken up or taken that first right. step. It, right. it presented itself. Right. You know? And I think we were on the go so much, taking our kids to school, taking our kids to activities, going to work, that in our season, it's hard to be available to neighbors, you know? And that's one of the things this has granted us. So great. Floor, what about you? What relationships have you deepened? I have to agree with her, uh, with Oliver. Yeah. Kind of listening, like stop and listen. And sometimes, like, I'm impressed with myself a little bit, what God has done with me, because he won't come and, like, ask me things. And I will say, well, I think God, excuse me, I think God wants to tell you this. Or I will say, like, the things that, like, my dad sends me messages in the morning. Your dad does send you messages. Okay. So that relationship, too. Oh. And sometimes from what he tells me and what I read from the Bible, I kind of like tell Oliver. Yes. So I like that we can talk about about God and just, just have a, like, a relationship That's more, great. Deep, more deep. Yeah, mm-hmm. I love that. Yes. Okay, in let's say three years, so 2023, what things about your life right now 
that have become your norms of your life in the past six months, what do you hope remains in 2023? I will say that for my girls to see what God did, you know, mm. he kept us safe and and not even that, you know, he grown um, a deeper love for him. Yeah. And they have seen many things that he has done for us. And and I just feel like they're going to be more for them to be, like, easier to talk to me. Yeah. So I feel like that's, that's something they're going to always remember. They can come and talk, yeah. talk to me. And, yeah. And in three years, hoping... You guys continue to goes, have that. Yes. Yeah. You guys continue to have that <laughs> mm-hmm. dialogue open, and yes, that's awesome. Brandy, what about you? I'm hoping in three years that the transition into, I mean, because we had there, we we're saying no because there's not an opportunity to go do something. Right. That that part stays because there is a little bit is like, well, I feel this pressure to sign them up or to do things and do more, right. which. I'm hoping that three years from now, me being home in the conversations that we're having and things like that, that I'm still, I don't feel as much of that pressure and anxiety that it's more important about going here and doing this because of missing out as opposed to, no, we can be here and, you know, this is good. What we're choosing to do right now, saying no is okay. Exactly. Yeah. And I think, I think the challenge for us is going to be okay, God, you have revealed new things to us. You have shown us a new way of doing things in our homes, being with our kids, being with our significant others, um, connecting with neighbors, connecting with coworkers. You have shown us a new way to do things. And that's going to require discipline and a fight to keep it that way that when we get out of this, it's going to be very easy to get sucked back in to the whirlwind of our culture. That's just, that's the way it goes. And you see throughout history, people, God does something and they're like, wait, but what? Like we forget. And so I think it's important for us as, as people today to think about what God is teaching us, think about what he's showing us and, and, and what he's taught us through this season and ask him to give us the power to continue that, to sustain that. Here's what I want you to think about. Talk about it with your spouse, maybe ask your kids about it, um, your community. I want you to think about how you feel like God has worked in your life in the past six months what relationships have you deepened in the past six months? And what do you hope sticks with you in three years, in five years, in 10 years? Think about those things. Talk about them, write them down. And we are gonna pray for you right now. And Floor is gonna pray in her heart language, which is Spanish. It's awesome. So we're gonna pray and close out. Dear Lord, uh, just thank you for this opportunity to have this discussion and to be open and to be vulnerable. Lord, I know that everyone's situation is different, but I know that you are there with each of us and that you don't give up and that you're pursuing all of us. Lord, thank you for uh, the things that you have 
been involved in, and we just want to ask that you continue to be with each one of us individually and to the things that are priority for us, that we are able to concentrate on, on those. And for the things that we can't control, those worries and anxieties, Lord, uh, I, I turn those over to you. And I, I know that I can trust you with those things. And Lord, I, I just hope that that's something that we can do going forward. Padre, gracias por este día, te doy gracias por, por la amistad de Abby, por esta iglesia, que gracias a mi papá, este, yo encontré esta iglesia, te doy gracias por, por todo lo que has hecho, que confiamos en ti y que este es tu año para ti, yo sé que muchas de las veces se ve difícil, Y no vemos que tú estás trabajando las cosas para el bien de nosotros y para que tengamos una relación más, más profunda contigo y disfrutemos de lo, todas las cosas que haces por nosotros todos los días. Y yo quisiera que, que les pusieras en, todo, en sus corazones a las personas que están viendo ahorita, que tú eres la única manera de de vivir esta vida bien y feliz y gracias porque los niños van a empezar este año y manténlos pues fuertes que no nos dejen que que les dé miedo que estén que los cuides y los tengas protegidos bajo tu mano y y gracias por todo lo que has hecho por nosotros y en ti confiamos amén God, I ask that you would encourage them, that you would speak truth to them, that by the power of your Holy Spirit, that they would move forward in um, in the path that you want them to go, that the things that you've shifted or changed or transformed in their lives through this season, God, I ask that those stay, that we don't lose that. God, I ask that we continue to be people who are willing to say no so that we can say yes to the things that you want us to say yes to. God, I ask that we are the kind of people that are able to just be, that we're not so crazy and distracted and busy that we cannot be present with people. I ask that we are the kind of people that can sit and listen to our significant others, that can listen to our children. And God, I ask that we would continue to be people that we experience you where we go on the journey, that we aren't just people that come to church to experience you, but we are pursuing you and experiencing your presence, reading your word, talking to you throughout our day, wherever we go. Jesus, I ask that we would be people like that. And God, I thank you for the work that you've done in Brandy's life and in Flora's life these past six months. I thank you for that. I thank you for their willingness to share. In your name I pray, amen. I hope you found something that you can relate to from today's conversation. And thanks for joining us. If you have any questions or just want more tips for parents, let me know at ilassiter at fbrichardson.org. I'd love to talk with you. See you next time on the Four Parents Podcast.